Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Just $4.99 per pound. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Here are the Aztecs now. One, four, three. Lamont Butler. Lamont Butler. Pull up jump shot. Good. 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 There's no over the court. They're still on the court. Who's going to the championship game? Not FAU. No, no, no. The San Diego State Aztecs are going to the NCAA championship game on Monday. How about them Aztecs? Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Here on 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, which we will talk about everything in the sports world from the weekend and give our reactions to it. And, of course, we want to hear from you. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And going to have a loaded show for you today in the 2 o'clock hour. Chris Gordy, Sports Talk 790 out of Houston. He's going to join us. Normally talk football with him, but he was at the Final Four this past Saturday. He's going to be at the National Championship game tonight. So uh, we'll get a chance to catch up with him about what he thinks about those two games that happened on Saturday as well as tonight's national championship game between UConn as well as San Diego State. We're also going to have Peyton Stovall, Razorback baseball player, second baseman. He's going to join us in the 3 o'clock hour, talk about Alabama series victory as they were able to come back and win both Saturday and Sunday games and had some lot of drama and some stories there too. And uh, also in the first hour here at around 1.30, we're going to have James Bryant of KATV, who does a great job uh, covering all things weather, because as we know, something that uh, me and Joe were witnessed firsthand, and a lot of you did who were in our listening audience, uh, the terrible storms that came through our state uh, just a few days ago on Friday. And, uh, you know, we were out there at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville live uh, during the time when the tornado hit. We had to leave, we got to get off the air, and we had to take shelter. Uh, because of uh, the placement and location of the tornado. We were very fortunate to uh, not have any damage or or anything like that, but uh, a lot of people around the state of Arkansas were not so lucky. So uh, we're going to have James on to to talk about that storm, also talk about some relief things that that people are wanting to get involved and wanting to help out. But uh, that was just, uh, again, it it ended up being a beautiful weekend weather-wise after that, but Man, uh, you know, again, we were there live, Joe, but after the show itself, when we had to try to make our way back to Little Rock, had to take a little bit because of the storm damage and everything, seeing some of the neighborhoods and some of the damages that were done to the Jacksonville, Sherwood area, and, of course, North Little Rock and the Little Rock areas, too, is just really heartbreaking. So uh, just something that's really sad that I know a lot of people are needing a lot of help with right now. Yeah, leaving uh, Guatney that day, it was uh, it was pretty heartbreaking to see some of the damage that was around and just to see how close it was we uh we took cover and we had to go to a safe place there at Guatney and uh some of the brave employees they stuck around to see the storm through and see which direction it was actually going and it did come quite a bit close to us the detour we took what took us behind Guatney and there was damage right there right behind it and uh many of the areas around so yeah, there are a lot of people that are dealing with that right now, so you want to pray for them. You want to help them as much as you can. There are people that are being so helpful, giving out food, giving out drinks. They have water. They're cooking at, at different intersections around. 
um, in Little Rock, North Little Rock, and just being very helpful with everything they can and in any way they can possible. I know they're still going on, but something that I was just so encouraged by, and you know, when we open the show and say the great state of Arkansas, you know, it's not. I don't. I don't say great state just because of the natural beauty or because of the Razorbacks or anything like that. I say it's because of the people and the great people we have in this state. And when we were making that trek back, you're talking about the the tornado coming through just an hour. You know, very shortly had just transpired. And when we're out there driving around and trying to get back, we already see people out there helping each other. We see first responders. We see police officers. Uh, ambulances, firemen, National Guard, everybody out there immediately helping and has continued on to help. And that's just as, the great things that, you know, obviously you never want to uh, ever be involved with a with a tornado or see the damages and the disaster that it was. But uh, the silver linings in it all is always seeing how people can come together and really help out the community and, and be just so pivotal in, in making this state so great and in this area so great. So that was just so encouraging to see. And I know that uh, Justin Acri and uh, everybody on the zone, everybody here on the buzz is, uh, of course, uh, thinking and praying for everybody too. But we are also doing coordinated efforts to try and get relief to those who need it the most. And right now, uh, if you go to 1037thebuzz.com slash tornado dash relief, uh, we have a lot of different ways of getting involved and being able to help donate uh, to really help those people out that need it the most. And I know we're going to be working on a, also a very coordinated effort here just at Signal Media in general uh, to try to help those people out as well. So, But just a scary thing, man, scary thing. So uh, I know, again, it's always too much. You never want to see it. But something that I think was put to me the other day, Joe, uh, that was uh, and maybe even we talked about on Friday, but just the fact, that, again, silver linings, how nice it was that it happened during the day. Because if that had happened at night when the people were home and kids were out of school and at home, uh, the, the damages and, and the, the severity and, and even the casualties may have been a much higher number. And obviously one is too many, but uh, that's another thing to be thankful for is that at least it happened during the daytime when not only you can monitor it a little easier, you could see it a little bit easier, but also uh, most people were either at work or at school away from the residential areas that got hit the most too. School districts did a great job also because they had to weigh the option of do you let the students out early and try to get ahead of the storm, but they decided to shelter in place, and it turned out to be the right call because you're safe there in the school environment, and even if the storms come close to the school, as opposed to trying to get students on buses and being out and about in the traffic and then them being at home, especially with some of the areas that were affected, so... Uh, you know, they made a, a big-time decision there and made the right call as far as keeping students there and sheltering in place. And even some parents and people that were close to the schools, they were able to go into them and, and shelter in place. So they provided a, a safe space for a, a lot of people also. So I know that uh, you were having to deal with the power outages. Has that been restored yet in the area you're living at, or is it still kind of ongoing right now? Yeah, it was restored uh, yesterday morning, so That's was without for a couple of days, and that just shows how close it was uh, to the area. You know, Cantrell and Rodney Parham side, I'm sitting in the middle of both of them, and then Shackelford is there also, so kind of sitting in the middle of everything. And uh, Colony West was something that was hit hard with Kroger and the shopping center and, and the uh, businesses around there. And I'm probably about a three-minute drive from that area, so mm. it's, uh, it's really close. Yeah, that, that's, see, that's, that's the craziness of it all, too, is just uh, thinking about uh, how close it could have hit to, to some people. And you know, I was very fortunate enough. I, I live in the Hillcrest area. That place was uh, you know, untouched, which, again, I'm very thankful for. But, uh, yeah, I know a lot of people out there are just, you know, trying to figure things out, trying to deal with a lot. Insurance companies are extremely busy right now, as we know, too. And so uh, it's, it's just great to, to be able to uh, have the platform that we do to come on out and tell, and tell everybody different ways to get involved and to help people out. And we want to share that updates and anything that we can as time goes on as well. Also, for many insurance companies, you want to check their website. They're, they'll give you uh, and direct you to um, claiming a policy for your home vehicle or anything you need but shelter insurance specifically you can uh, call 1-800-SHELTER or you can go online to shelterinsurance.com and and uh, get a claim started yeah I mean again because it's 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 a busy time for for them and they're trying to do everything that they can to and that's what it comes down to when we were had to go back on the air on Friday 
is I'm not saying that anybody's doing this or that it's a major problem, but it's just a nice little reminder of just for everybody, including us here and everything, just got to be patient with everything because these are things that take time, uh, especially when it comes to the amount of people impacted, the areas that were impacted. You know, there's people that, you know, there's some people that, you know, just have some damages on their homes. and There's other people that lost their homes. You know, there's just so many things that uh, go into this where everybody's trying to do what they can as quickly as they can. And it can be frustrating, but, you know, just be patient. And that goes for even people who may not have had any damage to their house. But if you're trying to get somewhere, but the roadways are still closed or, uh, you know, there's there's a, a restaurant or a grocery store or whatever that's been impacted and they're out of stuff. Like, just remember that this this is all still going on and these things do take time, but time heals these wounds. And uh, I think that things will be uh, back and better than ever. But I just, again, I, I can't say enough about the, the response and people being out there and helping, you know, seeing chainsaws out there, you know, getting those trees down. And uh, I had a, had a friend of mine actually uh, who's kind of a, you know, he's a he's an outdoorsman, a handyman. He's got a lot of tools and all that. And he, he just spent the whole weekend, and, I, and I, I've been texting him saying how much I appreciate him. He, he spent the whole weekend just going out and just driving around in areas and, you know, looking for people and saying, hey, you guys need any help. Now, he's got all of his tools, all of his stuff in the back. So, uh, yeah, it's not just the ones that get paid for it. It's also you got volunteers out there that have been doing it, too. So it's just great to see. It's really great to see. Yeah, that's that's been the best part, and the biggest part of it is – you know that there's a lot of damage everywhere, so you need a lot of bodies to help in the cause. And uh, that the response has been so great from everyone being helpful and in different ways. It could be, you know, moving trees. It could be about the manpower, but it could be getting supplies mm-hmm. to the people in need. And that's, uh, it. it's just... When you, when you drive around and see some of the damage that's around, it's almost hard to believe at times on Cantrell... There was an area that's close to Purple Cow, and we know that there have been outages as far as with the the lights, and you're driving around and trying to make it through traffic, and you see people out helping direct traffic, but there was an area on Cantrell where the lights were blown off the pole, so um, it was an even bigger need there because, you know, for people that know the area, you know it's supposed to be a light there, but... There may be people that are driving the area that don't know that there was actually a light there. So you see that people are being helpful in uh, directing traffic in those areas. Yeah, anything and everything that's that's going to be helpful to people, like you know, bottles of water, you know, stuff like that. It's just all of it is in need and all of it is appreciated. So uh, again, if you're somebody out there that uh, obviously knows of some other way to to get involved or maybe uh, some things that you may need help with or anything like that. You're more than welcome to, of course, call or text in here on Out of Bounds, 501-661-1037, because we want to get the message out, too. And, uh, you know, there's uh, so many things that we all want to do. We all want to help in any way we can. And we're going to try to do our best to, to make sure that happens and also to make sure that other people hear about ways that they can get involved and to help, whether it's actually going physically out there or simply just donating some money and some of your time, too. Uh, all of it is going to be appreciated. So, But, hey, again, uh, it's Arkansas strong. I know it's a cliche thing to some people's minds, but it's true. You know, it's We're all in this together. We all want to help each other out, and we're all in the same community, and we're all Arkansans at the end of the day. So definitely want to help each other out in any way we can. And we'll give you updates throughout the rest of the show as time goes on. Again, James Bryant's going to be joining us for KATV in the uh, next segment around 1.30-ish because we want to get him on and talk about the weather because i'll tell you this joe i've i've never been in a tornado anywhere close to a tornado but man after being in that one it's kind of changed everything was like, i'm gonna start taking things a little bit more seriously once you know storms and hey hey you know take shelter and tornado warnings and all those things because uh once you actually see it in action it, it changes a lot of people's perspective and it definitely changed mine but we'll talk about that and a lot more here on a reaction monday presented by fleet management services on out of bounds so stay with us Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill. Award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton is now open for lunch on Sundays. Take exit 108. This 
Texas Sports Center. Arkansas baseball won their series against Alabama. After dropping Friday's game 12-1, they rebounded to win Saturday's game 9-6 and then Sunday's game 5-4. Arkansas is 23-5 on the season and are tied with LSU at the top of the SEC West with a 6-3 record in conference. They'll face Ole Miss and Oxford for a three-game series starting on Thursday. And in women's college basketball, LSU won their first national title in the sport, beating Iowa 102-85. Head coach Kim Mulkey won the title in just her second season in Baton Rouge. She now ranks behind only Gino Oriema and Pat Summit for the most titles in women's college basketball as she has four. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Join me, Hagen Smith, as I get in the zone with Justin Acree and Wes Moore each Wednesday. We will break down each of my outings and look ahead to the next matchup. My visit is brought to you by John Mark Goings Allstate. I've got the mountain covered, but John Mark Goings Allstate has all of your insurance needs covered. Are you in good hands? Direct auto insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you could stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today at directauto.com. Savings vary, terms apply. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupids. Enjoy. Take your yard up to the next level with a Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. A Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Your joints are talking to you, right? They're saying, hey, something's not right. You didn't listen because you thought the pain would go away in a week or two, but it's not going away. Football legend Emmett Smith knows you've got to listen to your body. And when it sends pain signals, don't wait. Get ahead. Stop it in its tracks with a visit to the nation's leader in joint pain relief. That's QC Kinetics. Yeah, they are way ahead of the curve in this pain treatment business. QC Kinetics says no to invasive surgeries and harsh drugs. They've found a better, natural way to relief, using your body's own healing properties that you were born with, and it takes place the same day right in the office. Before that pain goes next level, get ahead of it. Go see QC Kinetics. Stop it in its tracks. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. The Rogers family for Capital Business Machines. It's real important to keep going what uh, our dad has started. He had a good reputation and we want to continue that reputation. Business is about relationships and I think a lot of times it gets too corporate, too internet, too impersonal and we want to continue that legacy that that our dad has, has started. Treat people right and they'll take care of you too. Contact us today for a free document assessment at catbiz.com. Your Arkansas Travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! On 103.7 The Buzz. It is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in. Going to have James Bryant here in about five minutes or so. Talk to him about uh, all the craziness that happened over the weekend with storms because he was right there on the scene. Like, I mean, that he was in it, like out there just having to do his job and reporting live. So 
I know that that's some of the things that they sign up for, but I just I, we're asking them a lot about everything. But I just want to be curious about what was that? What's that like being in that situation? You know, where hey, you got to report it, you got to give everybody the heads up. But man, it's got to be scary knowing that you you know how serious it is, and you're the one that has to be out in it too. So that's a, that's going to be a crazy thing. A situation like that may have been something not necessarily for James specifically, but. Some of the people who choose to get into the field when they have something going on, severe weather like that, and uh, they had an interest in it as they were younger, that probably is something, an event that got them into the field. Yeah, because I've even talked to people that have, after the weekend storms, they've said, man, it's like I've, either that they want to get into storm chasing or they, they've got a new interest in it because it is a pretty fascinating thing. And when you're right there in the middle of and in the mix of and you see it, in real time, it sparks a lot of interest there, too. So, But we'll talk to James about that here in a bit. But we have a few people here on the phone line, so let's work through those. As we got Jill, who's in Little Rock. What's up, Jill? Hi. I just wanted to let you all know that Highland Valley United Methodist Church, right across from the Big Kroger on Chennault, has got the food bank there. They're passing out cases of water, all kind of food, and grilling food. And I think they're going to do that till about 3.30. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, we appreciate that, Jill. In case anybody needs it. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. have a good day. Thank Thanks, you. Jill. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, that's the type of stuff that people need to know about and know what's going on. So really appreciate that. Let's go to Brent, who's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? Not much, Scott and Joe. Uh, today, I just I just want to uh, tell, uh, tell the people of Little Rock that everyone, everyone is, in my, is in my fault that uh, suffered any, ty- any type damage or loss of homes, anything like that, you're in my fault. And uh, I've been in a tornado before. I was in a, I was in the shower with my niece and nephew when they were four and six months old, and we heard the, uh, we heard the tr- train whistle blowing when it came through. It really did sound like a freight train coming through Stuttgart. So it is no fun. I'm glad you and because I was listening to you and Joe on the radio. When you when it came through uh, Whitney Chevrolet, yeah, so I'm glad y'all are safe. And James Bryant's a lot braver than I am. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you, yeah. I wouldn't have been driving through it. Yeah. So y'all have a great day. Well, we appreciate it, Brent, and uh, appreciate your uh, kind words and uh, throwing the support out there to uh, all those in Little Rock as well. Yeah, it was. Some that again, not to say that you know our situation was any different than so many people in that, but. Uh, yeah, just to think that I mean in Jacksonville we're 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 seeing outside and right there at Guadney Chevrolet and can see the, the tornado moving towards us. I mean it was right there. So yeah, it was. Uh, so it just puts things into perspective when you actually see it in in, in real life. And again, I, I'd never been a part of a tornado, and I don't ever want to be a part of a tornado ever again. That that one was enough. Never again. Never want to see it. But uh, as uh, Brent mentioned, and as we teased, and also. Joining us now on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline is James Bryant of KATV, who was right there into the thick of everything on Friday, giving everybody the updates and reports. And uh, James, uh, we appreciate you joining us, but also really appreciate you uh, doing your job out there, man, and having to be right there in the thick of a storm. I'm sure that's not an ideal situation for anything, but that's the type of stuff that uh, having you out there is what keeps people safe and gives everybody the... Uh, ideas of what they need to do next. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it was uh, quite a day on Friday. You know, the the goal, you know, Friday was, I'll just say it was built different. You just kind of knew the day before and going into the morning of that um, somebody was probably going to get hit by a big tornado. Um, now, when you have days like that, you would love for that to happen in open fields in East Arkansas, of course, uh, and not have a tornado track across the most densely populated county in the state. And, uh, you know, the tornado, once it made it to open fields in Little County, it lifted uh, and doing damage and left Little Rock and did not lift until it basically ran out of things to hit. Um, and so, you know, bringing images of a tornado on the live TV, I think is important because it can kind of stress the point that this is real and happening and that people need to seek shelter. I, I think a lot of people did seek shelter. I know there's a lot of videos floating around of people who were just inside it. And uh, it's quite a miracle that we got out of that without really a, a high death toll. James, how do you go 
about tracking the storm, but at the same time remaining safe? How how does that work? So uh, my counterpart, Brett Adair, went to West Little Rock and saw it on uh, Rodney Parham. He went straight into it. I didn't feel like I wanted to be uh, that brave, mainly because of the road network. So when I storm chase, I want to make sure I have a road network with a good escape route. I didn't want to be uh, up against the Arkansas River, and I did not want to be up against 2 o'clock Little Rock traffic. Um, so I opted to stay in North Little Rock, opted to stay in the vicinity of 67 and 40. So if I needed to get east fast, I could. If I needed to get north or south fast, I could. So we were sitting right there kind of at the intersection of 67 and 40 in the vicinity of McCain Mall. And, uh, you know, I'm a mile or two, uh, maybe two miles removed from it, and I could clearly see it uh, moving quickly north. Um, and you really just you want to stay out of the uh, out of the path, obviously. And so once I could, once I figured out it's not moving directly at me, it's moving north. Uh, I could tail it from the south and not be uh, not be in any danger. So you mentioned when you came on that it just felt differently, yeah, you know, when you're going into it. So what was it that made it feel? Is it something you read, or is it something like you were seeing on the on the uh, the radars and everything? Like what made you feel like it was going to be a different deal? You know, every once in a while, the conditions, you know, we have tornado risks every year. We get tornadoes every year. Um, and we have a lot of, you know, we have 30 tornadoes um, every year. We have tornado days. But every once in a while, you have a higher end day where it looks like a big tornado is going to be possible. Uh, that could be on the ground for a long time. And in and, and this state, you know, um, when we have tornado fatalities, and, and a lot of damage is done by the tornadoes that are rated EF3 or EF4, so stronger tornadoes. And those only happen 3 to 4% of the time. So it's rare that you get those days. They do happen, and it's been a long time, so I just kind of felt like we were due. Um, and so, you know, you, you look for the warm, humid air uh, kind of overlapping with a good setup for wind fields, not to get too technical, but if you stepped outside at 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning on Friday, the sun was out, and that's pretty rare for a severe weather day. And then you had storms in West Arkansas that you wanted to stay kind of by themselves. They can stay by themselves. They can be really big tornado producers, and that doesn't usually happen. And so that's, that's how we got several big tornadoes. Of course, this, it's been overshadowed by what's happened here. The tornado that hit wind was just every bit as bad and uh, took out wind high school and uh, killed four people there. Um, so it's, you know, it's just kind of one of those days. Is it most common for these storms to travel in a straight line, or what are the chances that they take a turn somewhere? That's a good question. Um, that is one thing I think about when I'm chasing, because these storms do not travel in state the straight lines. They can deviate to the right, and sometimes, depending on certain conditions, they're more likely to deviate to the right. So when I was sitting by McCain Mall, I was kind of worried for a moment that it would take a right turn and end up kind of coming through uh, more of that area. Um, but it quickly kind of jogged off towards the north and basically moved east or east along the fly cycle. But it wasn't just a straight line. There were kind of some wobbles in the track. So you have to be careful with uh, judging where it's going to go. You don't want to get too close to it. Let's meet with James Bryan of KATV here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, James, just as far as uh, things you've experienced in, in your time and in your career, uh, was, was this the most significant weather that uh, you've been a part of and that you've had to cover, or have there been other things that have uh, been able to uh, compare to it? Well, uh, prior to my time at KTV, I was in college, and I came back to chase Mayflower Bologna tornado in 2014, and that is the worst damage I've ever seen. Um, and that was a step above this tornado. That was just almost nearly the F5. Those are steps above uh, a little stronger um, with a much higher fatality rate. So that's going to stand as the worst. Um, but as far as my time at KTV, and, and just, you know, I grew up in North Little Rock uh, my, my whole life I've been here. So to, to watch it happen um, is kind of surreal, you know, when you're in the moment. And, of course, this was an EF3, and what are, what are some of the differences when you go through the steps as far as how severe the tornadoes are? Yeah, a few questions. So once you get to EF2, you're starting to lose root. Um, there's a lot of EF2 damage across North Little Rock. Um, once you get to EF3, 
uh, walls are not as uh, sturdy and not standing quite as well. And of course, the DF3 will take any any tree down, uh, large, small. It'll take all trees down. When you start bumping up into the EF4 territory, uh, there's not there's not going to be a whole lot left, and houses can be completely slabbed and swept away. So that's it's a different tier. Um, and, and you'll notice the damage was horrible in West Little Rock and North Little Rock, but a lot of the houses, while badly, severely damaged, there will be a total loss. A lot of the houses were still uh, had walls uh, in some parts of the house, and those are very uh, those types of tornadoes are survivable if you're in those interior rooms. And James, something I know that you've been tweeting about too is, you know, we had this this past weekend, but you know, severe weather is actually. Uh, looking like there's a possibility of it again tomorrow, at least throughout this week. Uh, what, what can you tell us about that system that's coming in? Is it something that could be comparable or at least could be as severe as what we saw? Or, or just what's the details on that? Yeah, so, you know, no two severe events are the same. Um, I do want to say that. They never play out exactly the same. And so, you know, while uh, Little Rock will have a tornado threat, it's just you know, tough to say the exact same thing will happen because I don't think it will. However... The setup is, uh, I think, very conducive for a few storms to get going tomorrow evening, and those storms, I think, will have a good chance to produce some tornadoes and maybe significant tornadoes like what we saw on Friday. And it's, the one thing that makes it a little worse is that I think it's going to occur during the evening and overnight, so it will be dark, so it'll be very difficult to see. And the main risk area really is centered uh, north and west of Little Rock with this go-round, but it's going to be another evening where we all really need to remain... Uh, of aware of what's going on with weather uh, after 6 o'clock tomorrow and then maybe even going past midnight. So we have to get through tomorrow, but uh, as far as the extended forecast, any more severe weather in the next few days? Yeah, it's, it's going to get nice after Tuesday afternoon and evening, or evening and night. Um, we're going to see conditions improve, and uh, I, I've been so busy, focused on the short term. I haven't looked at super long term, but Wednesday through Saturday sure looks nice. So, James, as far as uh, some of the uh, relief efforts, I know that we've talked about it, and, and we've been doing our part, too, and I'm sure that uh, you drive, driving around, seeing everything, looking at damages, seeing videos and all that stuff, uh, it certainly seems like there's just been a, a really great effort from people from all walks of life, whether it's their job or whether it's volunteering or everything. Uh, it seems like that there's been just an overwhelming amount of help and effort that's been supplied to people that desperately need it right now. That's right. I, the community uh, support for these areas has been incredible, um, as it always is when Arkansas has to go through something like this. Um, for uh, the KTV has partnered with the Red Cross for our Spirit of Arkansas drive. This raised raised quite a bit of money already. Uh, so if you'd like to donate, you can donate there. Um, and then there's a lot of volunteer opportunities uh, as well through local churches and organizations that have. Uh, provided meals or started with cleanup, uh, things of that nature. And then specifically for the city of North Little Rock, the community drop-off point and, uh, and pick-up point for supplies and donations is uh, at 4501 Borough Drive in North Little Rock. And uh, they had another semi-truck arrive today where they, are, uh, they have tarps, tools, cleaning supplies, and all that. And that is in North Little Rock specifically. And they're giving it out to whoever needs it, the large section of the city that uh, still needs help. James, we had a question that came in from a listener as far as uh, you interviewed uh, three younger kids, and they were wanting to help them. So um, did you have any information on how they could go about helping the, the guys that you talked to? You know, their house is right off of uh, Military Drive. That was right in that area where um, that was kind of where we landed first after the tornado struck across the railroad tracks. Uh, by Cozy's and in that vicinity in the Burns Park area. I, I don't really add much information on them specifically, um, but they were very thankful to, uh, to still be with us after going through that. And uh, those boys, I've gotten several compliments. It's really great kind of explaining what they went through. And James, I just have a personal question because, again, I, I know nothing about weather other than, you know, just what it, when it happens and everything. But when the tornado, when it moved across the river, uh, the Arkansas River, like, like, ha, like, how does that, like, what does that do to uh, a, a tornado system like that? Does that strengthen it? Does it weaken it? Does it do anything at all? Because I would think, oh, it's, you know, it's just got water down there. Maybe that'll have some sort of impact there too. But uh, does that do anything or change anything when it's having to go over a massive body of water like the Arkansas River? Yeah, you know, in uh, 
in the grand scheme of things, the uh, the body of water, um, you know, it's a little bit cooler. Um, but it did not appear to weaken the tornado at all. Burns Park, you know, uh, thousands of trees are down uh, right across the river there. And I've got a video of the tornado just crossing over the river like it was nothing. The tornado was moving at a mile a minute. So, you know, it went over the river in about 10 seconds uh, or around that. And, um, you know, we've gotten videos in the past tornado on Lake Washita, and so uh, you know it's not too uncommon to see a tornado skip across a large body of water like that. Yeah, I just I I'd never seen anything about it before, and again, that's just what is so fascinating about uh, the weather and the and the systems that come along with it too. It's just can be so unpredictable, but also uh, don't really know uh, what to expect out of it too. So, but you know, again, it's like it's got to get kudos to you and and, and everybody at KATV and, and and the staff of keeping everybody on, on the loop there because I know when you were out in it. Is that something that when you were looking to get in the weather and, and getting into meteorology and all that, like that's something you always wanted to do? I know it's not something that is a pleasant thing at times, but I know that there are people when they see that type of setup and see that type of uh, a weather system coming through, getting out into the mix and getting out in it is something that uh, they always wanted to do. Is that something you signed up for? And how, how scary was that? Because you're a braver man than me. Yeah, so, you know, I, I have storm chased for a number of years. And uh, there's no better place to storm chase than just in Kansas in the middle of nowhere, you know, where the, the damage just isn't usually very bad unless it goes right through town. And what we wanted to happen on uh, Friday, you know, if there's got to be a tornado set up is for this stuff to get east of the metro area, hopefully impact fields, you know, and not, uh, not come across populated areas. It's a different deal when you see this stuff happening in, in the super populated areas and just as storm chasing goes, you don't want to do it. You don't want to storm chase really in a metro area because um, you lose the, the ability to speed away from things um, if things got uh, too dangerous. You lose the ability to kind of get yourself in bad situations. So uh, with getting on the freeways here and such with the traffic. So, yeah, it's, and, you know, in the morning up, we knew that there was going to be a pretty good chance we could see something. And we ended up starting out in Lono. Uh, when it became clear that uh, Little Rock was going to be the target, we, we headed back into Lone Well, James, we always appreciate it, man. And real quick before we let you get out of here, because you mentioned the storm systems that may be coming in not only for tomorrow, but also just for future reference. So let everybody know, like, things that they that they have to know about the about storms, about tornadoes, things that they need to know, need to do, and uh, to make sure that they always are prepared for it. Well, you know, our KATV weather app can give you no warning notifications. Just paying attention is, is a lot of the battle. You just got to know where um, where it is. And then our separate KATV news app is a great way to stream live coverage. A lot of people use that after they had lost power and couldn't access the TV. They went to the app uh, to watch tornado coverage and um, everything that was going on. But really, it, it can't be uh, – you want to get away from glass. There were a number of people injured who were um, – near glass. Perhaps you've seen those videos on Facebook, glass doors and glass windows. Um, and if you want to go to the interior room, the bathrooms and the interior uh, pantries, um, I mean, people fare well seeking shelter in there. You just don't want to be in a car and you don't want to be in a mobile home. Those are two places you don't want to be. And I don't say um, you don't want to be in a mobile home to be insensitive. It's just those things do not do well in tornadoes. Um, and so, and cars either. Now, there were a lot of people in cars that got damaged um, on Friday that survived, and that was, uh, it was very lucky. A lot of times that doesn't happen. Well, James, we really appreciate you joining us, man. I know you're a busy guy right now, and you're going to continue to be busy, but you're doing a great job at KATV keeping everybody informed and as safe as possible, man. So uh, keep up the good work, and hopefully tomorrow's system that moves through has no damage, no nothing like that, and we can continue to move on, man. Yeah, I hope so. Everybody stay safe tomorrow. Hopefully we get out of it with not a whole lot happening. Absolutely. We appreciate it, James. Have a good week, man. Thank you. Y'all too. All right. Again, that was James Bryant of KATV joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Uh, we are going to continue to keep you updated on everything involving the storm, but we do have a lot of things to talk about in the sports world, too. We'll have what's trending in the world of sports coming up. Well, some headlines, some storylines, some phone calls, messages, all that fun stuff here on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. Coming up next here on Out of Bounds.
This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Make Brewskies your go-to happy hour spot every Friday. Monday through Friday, happy hour goes till 7 p.m. But wait, actually, happy hour doesn't end on Friday. Every Friday, it's all day and all night happy hour. It's Brewskies. You're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. So come get your grub on. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Monday night is poker night with two games nightly, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. only at Brewskies user-friendly. It's a term that's thrown around a lot in today's business and tech climate. Hmm, wonder what a user-not-so-friendly world would be like. Okay, so I just enter her employee ID here and... Ha ha. Wrong button again. You are not smart. At the payroll company, our iSolved platform is the user-friendly tech you need for things like a one-click payroll preview and the ability to review and process payroll from any device. You are being too friendly. Yeah. We know. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Dr. Rick here with another telltale sign you're turning into your parents, getting particular about your drive through order. Don't pull away yet. I like to check the bag because one time they forgot to give me extra ketchup. People are waiting. Hmm, I'm only seeing four nuggets. Wait, nope, there's five. Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new kitchen package of state-of-the-art appliances with innovations to make everything from meal prep to cleanup easier. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. Bring on spring with savings on select kitchen appliances in-store and online at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. It's Justin Acri, and I'm reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting, as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to deal with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. Enter HELOC Loans, a home equity line of credit. Jamie Bigelow is an expert with HELOC Loans. You can use it for one of your life's biggest needs. Maybe it's a wedding. Maybe it's a kitchen or bathroom model. Or maybe it's the big one, a new pool. Well, it all starts with Jamie Bigelow with Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry County. Hi guys, it's Mark. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Monday, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Southlake Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering five tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify totally free. Call 501-492-6000. That's 501-492-6000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your life back. Call Southlake Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today. 501 501- one four nine two six thousand. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn jukebox yeah! on one zero three seven. The buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. And the deals continue at Guadney. It's truck season, so you get 0% interest on 22 Silverados when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. 2.9% on Equinox. And uh, so also along with... The great interest deals, no payments for 90 days. So make a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville 
Shop them online, WidneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so they're going to give you a great deal on that vehicle that you trade in or sell. And that's something that you want to keep in mind is that you can sell a vehicle to Guadney and uh, just get the benefits of selling that vehicle. But if you do have one you want to trade in, you get that towards a new vehicle or pre-owned. So great deals on all the inventory there. You can see the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is a reaction Monday here on Out of Bounds, presented by Fleet Management Services, and we'll have what's training the world sports just a second. Uh, but uh, before we do that, Philip and Little Rock has been patiently holding on the phone line, so we'll squeeze in. Uh, what's up, Philip? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Doing great, man. Listen, uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, the guys on Channel 7 uh, and Fred Adair. Uh, my house is like three houses down uh, south into Walnut Valley from Olive Garden. And I was watching Channel 7, uh, and I was watching Brett up at the Exxon station. And uh, I knew the tornado. I could see that there was a like a debris ball on the tornado. So I knew it was on the ground, but I didn't exactly know where it was. And then when uh, Brett saw, and, and and I think it was Todd saw it too, uh, saw the tornado come down there over the hill and then come down behind Ken Fitness, I stood up and my power went out and I ran to my bedroom and got in between two mattresses and that I heard the freight engine or the train engine sound, you know, and I knew I was in trouble, and so uh, the house shook, the windows breaking, and I have a window in my bedroom that I was away from, uh, so I wouldn't get, you know, any glass on me, but uh, I, I saw the tornado take down every tree in my backyard, in my neighbor's backyard, and then I saw that thing go over 430, but when I came out, I was like, you know, thank God for Brett Adair. Thank God for Todd Jacobian and, and Barry and, and James and all of them. Because if I wouldn't have been watching TV, I probably would have just sat there mm. in my living room. Well, Philip, we're glad you're okay, man. Because I'm sure that was a very scary thing. And that's why, it's like, uh, we, had, we had James on saying, most important thing is just uh, being aware and paying attention and uh, you know, that's why they do what they do to provide that coverage to try to give you the latest up-to-date information on it. So that's, that's well, scary. So I'm glad you're okay, man. I, I swear, if, if anybody nominates people for Emmy, those three need to be nominated because they saved lives that day, well, including mine. Well, they got my vote, Philip, and I know they got your vote, but that's awesome. I'm, All right, that's, that's, guys. Well, I just wanted to give a shout-out to them. I appreciate what y'all doing. Thanks, Philip. Appreciate it, Philip. Yeah, I mean, appreciate you getting that info out there too. Yeah, because again, that's just can't imagine. Just can't imagine, uh, you know, going through that. But like I said, James and paying attention and just being aware and uh, trying to get all the latest information you can. And you know, that's why here on the Buzz during our show, that's why we flipped it over to KATV. It's like we're you know we're not professionals in the weather game. We're just allowed them to do it because they're the ones that'll be able to provide what everybody needs to make sure that they're staying safe. So. Uh, glad to know that that uh, was helpful to Philip and many others out there as well. All right, a lot of things going on, though, in the world of sports, so let's go ahead and talk about what's trending in it. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? A few things going on. We know the national championship. Tonight, men's college basketball, UConn and San Diego State. UConn was able to take care of business uh, against Miami, which, uh, again, UConn's just been a force to be reckoned with. Miami gave them a run, but in the end, UConn was too strong. 72-59, to 59, uh, they were able to take care of business on Saturday. And San Diego State, how much fun was that as they get the victory over Florida Atlantic? 72-71 to 71 at the buzzer. 
where, and again, the, anytime you have a buzzer beater, it's always exciting, but to know what's on the line and to know uh, what these teams are needing, especially with Butler, the kid for San Diego State, hitting that game-winning shot, uh, just just an awesome way to head into the national championship. So uh, had, had two good games, and now, just like we all predicted, UConn and San Diego State in the national championship. San Diego State team known for their defense and not really known as a scoring team, but looking at the results of both these games, UConn, San Diego State, they both scored 72, but they got wins in different ways where San Diego State it went down to the very end. UConn, they got a convincing win. And what San Diego State did down the stretch, it was a credit to their defense because they were down by three points. They get the last two baskets and go on to win the game. Yes, thank you, because, I mean, it's, it's a do-or-die thing. He makes it, it's, oh, they win, he misses it, they lose. So it wasn't even like it was a tie. Uh, Big-time shot there, and now tonight San Diego State and UConn on CBS at 8-20. Are you kidding me? 620 Pacific. So that's who they're looking out for. They want to make sure that they would have a chance to watch. Good grief, though, man. It's like if you're East Coast, it's 920. It's going to be midnight by the time the game gets over with tonight. But, hey, if you, if you want to watch it, you're going to find a way to watch it. That's, that, that's all that matters. But uh, some Razorback news, too. Razorback baseball takes care of business against Alabama, winning the series 2-1. to one. And a uh, huge shout-out to uh, Josenberger who ends up becoming SEC Player of the Week, not Co. He's the SEC Player of the Week. So we'll have some more details of that in the Razor Hog update. But uh, kudos to uh, the Razorbacks coming back and uh, winning the final two games of the series in order to take the series victory there in Fayetteville. Uh, also, not that there was any drama from this at all last night, but the Women's National Championship in college basketball transpired as LSU was able to knock off Iowa 102-85. to uh, very dominating performance, especially there in the fourth quarter by LSU. Uh, Caitlin Clark still had a really great game, 30 points and 8 assists for her. But uh, LSU just had, had too many weapons and uh, did too much there, especially in the fourth quarter close. I mean, they had a strong start, but uh, it's all about finishing those quarters. you got to remember, the quarters, not halves, like in men's basketball, which is another conversation. But uh, second quarter and fourth quarter, LSU dominated, and that ended up being the difference in the game as well. Yeah, that was where they really wanted in that second quarter. They went on a major run there because in the second half, both teams scored the same amount of points. So the point differential that they had in the first half was all the difference. Um, Iowa did get close at times in the second half, but it seemed like any time they got close, LSU would hit a basket or two, and they would extend the game and, and run off even more. But just... Dominant performance by LSU. Mm-hmm. They got it done in the end. Yeah, and I know uh, we'll probably use for some of this for uh, best and worst of the weekend, which we we'll get to the second hour. Uh, but I will say one of the things that I, I can't get down with, and I know it's just like recency bias, can but people are already coming out. Like, you know our guy Matt Muscone, I know he's an LSU guy, but other viewers like, can't you see this? Kim Mulkey just proved herself as being the best women's basketball coach of all time. And I'm like, Gino is still the best. See, but, that's to me. I'm with Kim him. Kim Mulkey. Yeah, I mean. She is the first woman to win at multiple schools, so there's something to be said for it in the second season. Yeah, I, no, 100% giving her credit. I'll, I'll, like, she's one of the best in the game and maybe the one of the best of all time. I'm not saying, but to just say, yeah, now it's proven. I'm like, mm, Gino with 11 titles is kind of hard to beat right now. Just saying because of how dominant they were. But we'll talk about that and a lot more. But we got men's national championship to talk about. Chris Gordy, Sports Talk 790, is going to be joining us next here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Listen each Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. All around the world, people are in love with ice cream. In India, there's kulfi. In Italy, gelato. Gelato. 